This is episode 44 of Extraordinary Women Radio. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Cami Gildner. Women are being called to live with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each month, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. Hello, my extraordinary women friends. Next week, I celebrate one year of Extraordinary Women Radio. Can I get a wahoo on that one? It's so exciting. I can't believe it's been a whole year. And, and this year, I just had so many extraordinary, extraordinary conversations. I truly love doing this podcast. Such a blessing to get to have conversations with so many amazing women. I've interviewed a woman who holds the longest spacewalk record, a woman who has walked around the world, a woman who is in the top 1% of social media influencers, a woman who has directed and produced a movie, many women who have written extraordinary books, a woman who has worked alongside former First Lady Hillary Clinton, uplifting women around the globe for years. I've interviewed a former First Lady of Colorado, artists and teachers, and several inductees into the Colorado Women's Hall of Fame. I've interviewed many CEOs who are doing incredible work in the world. Bottom line, I've interviewed change makers, dreamers, and doers. What a journey this has been. And as you know, my favorite question at the end of each interview has been, what three pearls of wisdom would you like to share with our listeners today? These nuggets of wisdom have been so rich and so wise. My team has been compiling all of the pearls of wisdom from the 45 women I interviewed in this first year of Extraordinary Women Radio. Just this morning, I read through the 135 pearls, and they are so good. Next week, I'm going to share how you can get a copy of these pearls of wisdom celebrating our first year. These pearls are going to be a keepsake, something you'll want to lean into on a hard day or a bright day or anytime you just want some inspiration. These connections to these extraordinary women that I've been so fortunate to interview all came through my beautiful, incredible circle of women who I get to hang with. I'm so grateful for this circle, for this community that I built. You see, community is a key cornerstone in my work and the success of my own company. That I, I get to lead women to follow their passions, to share their voice, and to find their own success. I get to help my clients expand upon our own ripple effect of how we each make a difference in the world. This is my calling, and helping others find their calling and step into it with clarity and courage is my gift. Community truly is the cornerstone to making all of this work, and I spend a huge amount of time nurturing the connections in my life, both in the face-to-face and in my online online relationships. Today, I want to invite you just to consider how you are building community in your life. How are you building the circles of connection in your world? What people are in your life and that you've been wanting to spend more time with? And then I invite you to go do it. No excuses. Make the space for the people in your life, for building the connections, for the relationships that you want to have. And today's Extraordinary Women Radio interview came about from one of those connection moments. 
Last fall, I attended a Women in Leadership event and was fortunate to get to sit with Paige Goss, the CEO of Point Solutions Group. It was a great moment of connection. It was a day before her twins were to be born, which was really exciting to hear about. And at the same time, she was sharing her story about her company and that she had just started just months before. I wanted to know more about her story, and she wanted to know more about my story. So we gave it some time for the birth of the new twins to settle in at home, and then we met for coffee to learn more about each other. Since then, we've shared multitudes of connections. Paige participated in my Circle of Inspiration panel at my last Extraordinary Women Connect event with two other CEOs of rapidly growing companies. And the collaboration just continues. It epitomizes a win-win connection and collaboration of what can happen when women support one another. There is so much power in this, my friends. Never forget that. Paige started Point Solutions Group only 11 months ago and has already generated over a million million dollars of billings in this short amount of time. She's a change maker, a doer, and makes things happen, all while moving across the country with her wife and starting a family. She started her company on a philosophy that people are the center point of all successful missions and programs. Point Solutions Group provides innovative solutions in information technology, engineering, and professional services for government and commercial organizations on issues of national and global significance. Let's meet Paige Goss, the President and Chief Executive Officer of Point Solutions Group. Well, welcome, Paige. I am so thrilled to have you on Extraordinary Women Radio today. Thank you so much. I, I am honored uh, and grateful for being able to to speak with you today. Oh, and it's been so fun getting to know you this year. You know, with you and I, meet, we met at Amy Fowler-Sadler's Women in Leadership event last fall, and I just think we were meant to meet, and I have loved the conversations we've had since we were able to meet. You actually came and were one of my Circle of Inspiration facilitators at my Extraordinary Women event earlier this year. Yeah, absolutely. That was just a treat as, a, as far as an event. And I met so many amazing women um, hearing their stories and sharing in their dreams. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. Oh, good, good, good. So, I, and I think one of the things that you and I really have this big passion about is that so many women want to make a difference in the world. What was it? What was the need you saw in the world that had you start your company? It's such a great question, and, and, you know, now I think quite a bit about it. Um, I think I saw an opportunity to support, inspire, uh, and help drive women to chase dreams. Uh, you know, when I look back at, at my uh, career outside of being an entrepreneur, my joys and, and the most proud moments I've had is when I've seen other women move into leadership or take that uh, risk in in starting their company or move into uh, an unknown position within their existing organization. And I saw as an opportunity in what I do and what my organization does to influence women to 
next step. So whether that's, you know, leadership or a, a board or, you know, being an entrepreneur, it takes different shapes and different forms for everyone, but the opportunity to really inspire them to take that leap of faith and know that there's a group of women out there ready to catch them, that they're not going to fall and that they're not going to fail. I think Point Solutions Group allows people to chase those dreams like I've been able to in my life so far. And how do you do that? What's, what's, what is the way that you uplift the women into those next steps that they see happen, possible for themselves? Yeah, I think, you know, I shared a lot uh, at the event, but really it's by mentorship um, that I, I provide not only to my internal teams, but women in the community, uh, women that I've worked with and men for that matter uh, in the past and challenging them, you know, not being that person that uh, gives them the easy answer or kind of says, oh, no, you're, you'll be all right. You don't need to do that. It's really in challenging them to, to dig deeper uh, within themselves and go after some things and really kind of put themselves in a position where they are able to be challenged and they go after uh, some of the dreams. There's really some of the steps that in, in chasing some of those dreams that they have. Right. Stepping out onto a ledge where they might not go otherwise by giving them the permission to do that sometimes just will open up a whole new door, doesn't it? No, absolutely. And, you know, kind of pushing them um, to see within themselves what 99.9% of us see outside in other people, right? It's right. Too often, um, we're our biggest critics. And absolutely. like, oh, we can't do that. Everybody else is saying, no, you can. So, you know, I'm pushing those individuals to go for it and, you know, know that it's not going to be easy, right? I think that's something that I, I always share is that I'm vulnerable and real with people that this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Well, probably outside of having my twins. But, you know, that's really, um, it, it's not an easy thing to be in, to take that next step. It's not easy to put yourself out there and risk being judged or, you know, that mask that people have to take off when they do take those steps. So, you know, going for it, I think, and knowing that, that you know, believing in yourself, it'll all be possible. Right. So let's talk about that, that journey where you actually said yes to launching Point Solutions Group. What was, what was the driving factor that was there? How did you say yes to taking the risk? Can you tell us a little bit about the story of saying, yes, I'm going for this? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I was very fortunate uh, in my career. I worked for an individual that owns the company that I, I came from prior to launching Point Solutions that really gave me an opportunity to be an entrepreneur within his organization. Mm -hmm. And so I had known for a very long time about myself that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, that I wanted to, to own my own business and to share in the opportunity that business owners share in. And so I had that kind of an eight in me. My parents own their own businesses. Uh, so that kind of existed from the very beginning. But him allowing me to challenge myself and to be honest, uh, get put in a position where I really had no business being there. Um, and I was forced to grow up um, and to take a lot of chances. So when it came down to it, you know, I, I spoke to my family and I said, Hey, I think I'm ready to do this. And you can imagine most people said, why would you ever do that? Why would you leave your stable job? Why would you leave <laughs> what an amazing position you have? Oh my God, in the money, why would you ever leave that money to wait, put your own money out there? So most people had that reaction, but you know, honestly, it was my wife that said, what do we have to lose? And, and we both kind of said everything. Right. But once we were okay with, uh, you know, I think I shared that, but once we were okay with that 
moment where we were going to be okay and we were going to be able to rebuild and we were going to be able to continue to to live an amazing life together, we decided to go for it. So that was literally, I had that conversation on a Sunday and Monday, I filed the paperwork to start the business. And that was just last, about a year ago, wasn't it? That's correct. Yeah. I uh, launched the business in, uh, in 2017. So early, uh, 2017. And then just tremendous growth over this past year. Tell us a little bit about the growth that you've experienced because it's, yeah, it's been an- I know a lot of entrepreneurs and I think that was my, my big surprise was, it's like, holy moly, you are growing so quickly. So tell us about that. Yeah, we are. Uh, I'm I'm grateful. I have an amazing team. Um, I've hired a number of just really unique, driven, talented, uh, intelligent individuals. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think it starts um, with taking the risk of hiring people, right? Most entrepreneurs say, hey, well, you know, when I get there, when I get enough cash, I'll hire somebody. And I actually took a leap and, and hired people right away. Um, so I invested, you know, my funds and, and the money that I would have likely paid myself into other people. And I think that's allowed us to charge out and, and make a quicker impact in our industry. And so over the course of the last, I guess, 11 months that we've been in business, uh, we've got, uh, we've, we landed well over a million dollars uh, in revenue and we have have uh, about 58 people um, working for us on contracts, on programs, both in the commercial space and in, and in the, the government space. We do some subcontracting with the federal government. So those it's been amazing um, to see kind of putting ourselves out there and really going for it, just saying, hey, no, we are going to make it, what it's been able to, to produce for us in such a short amount of time. Right. It's, it's really fun to see you growing like this. And what is your biggest challenge as an entrepreneur in the midst of all this growth? Yeah, I think there's a couple. Uh, the first one is is really my time. Uh, you know, where do I put right. my time? Um, you constantly, as an entrepreneur, and I think a lot of people would share in this in, in upper management, say to yourself, well, what if I spent more time in sales? Or what if I spent more time developing my people? Or what if I spent more time doing projections or forecasting budgeting? So that's definitely my challenge is, you know, really recognizing the biggest benefit to my individual time. And, you know, and, and I look back and there's certain times I say, yeah, I, I probably did right in investing more time in my people. And then there's other times as, you know, challenges right now, we're in the middle of kind of a shaky contract that we're trying to figure out. It's, well, maybe I should have spent more time with the customer. Or maybe I should have spent more time getting new customers to, you know, replace revenue as it changes. So I think that's by far my, my biggest challenge. And then the other, when you're growing is fast as we are, you know, it's cash, it's cash management, it's investment. How much do you really put out there ahead of uh, the revenue, right? And investing in people and in new business ahead of what, what actually will come to fruition. And what kind of systems do you put in place for yourself, both to track the, the, the time, how you spend your time, and then also how you, re- how you spend resources? How do you, what sort of, ways are you balancing that? Are you checking in with that? Are you making decisions? What What's guiding you? It's a great question. So I've got a, a number of tools and mechanisms that I utilize. Uh, you know, One, honestly, I've got a, a board of advisors and I have an executive coach mm-hmm. and they really help hold me to account when it comes to where am I spending my time? Am I hitting the, the critical components of, of being a leader, of being a CEO? And you know, a lot of times I can get into the 
uh, mindset of I'll just do it or, or I'll you know work more hours and get it done. And, and really, that's not my job. Um, my ultimate job is to inspire and drive my team to execute. So they really hold me to account when when it comes to that. You know, and then I also am very diligent when it comes to my finances and the books. And, and really, I put a projection out every year and I track by month to hold myself accountable to where I'm investing money. And if we don't have as good of a month, I make adjustments and try to make quick adjustments accordingly to make sure that the cash that we are spending is really in the, the spots where it's going to create long-term uh, value to the organization and to the team members for that matter. Yeah, you know, that quick adjustments thing is, is a, a great, um, it's a great and important thing for all of us to be able to really integrate into our lives, right? Because we can see where things are, are, are not working or they are working and to be able to recognize that and to be able to shift um, because the line's never straight in where we're going, right? It's that, that place of how do we make that shift and how do we do it in a timely way that, that helps us step up and make the kinds of decisions we need to make. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the hardest things about being in leadership, right? Regardless of if you have a company or if you're in management leadership positions within another organization, it's, you know, having the strength um, and confidence in yourself to make the decision that you need to make. And, and a lot of times it's the one that we don't want to make. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, an individual that that we need to terminate or need to um, move into another position. It's a, you know, an investment in maybe um, a trip that we want to take, but we're not going to take but we, cause we need to stay you know, present within the local market, whatever that may be. But oftentimes that quick shift we know in our gut we need to make is a lot of times the hardest. Right. Right. Absolutely. And the other thing that pops up for me, because, and especially because you are, you have twins now in your life. And so you, you know, you're talking about time and managing time. And so there's the whole world of, of your, your company, of your business, but then there's the world of being a new mom with twins. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's, uh, I actually, um, in in full transparency had a a moment last night where I just thought to myself, is this really worth it? Uh, you know, I, I didn't get to see my kids at all yesterday. By the time I, uh, was at work. They got up after I was at work and I had an event last night and I came home after they were in bed and, you know, they're four months old now. And I said to myself and, and to my wife, is this really worth it? And, and right. the answer is yes, because I know that my investment in the business and my investment into the organization and the individuals that we have in the organization um, are going to allow me to invest in my kids and, and to allow them to chase dreams and do the things that they want to do. And they'll see in their mom that anything is possible. And, you know, I actually launched the company from a, in my mind, a, a world where diversity didn't matter. And I have a son and a daughter where they saw leadership as just leadership, not women in leadership or men in leadership, but just leadership. And, and that to me, the more I invest in the business and, and do try to strike that balance of, hey, there are going to be days where I don't get to see them as much, or there are going to be times where I'm on the road, but ultimately knowing that what I'm doing is going to allow them to do what they want to do in their lives. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. So right now, um, women are being called to really step up and be seen and be heard. I mean, I'm seeing that everywhere I look. 
And it's stretching all of us into new areas of voice, visibility, and vulnerability. What have been your biggest stretches? And can you share a few of your most scary, vulnerable moments? Yeah, I've had a number of them. Um, I think my first one uh, was was a recognition that I needed to truly be authentic mm-hmm. and be my 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 real raw self to to grow in business and and that happened uh, probably about six or so years ago. Um, but that was the changing moment, not just in in my business life and in, and in my career, but in my personal life. And the second that I was transparent and real and raw about who I was as a human, everything started to, to take shape for me. So that was definitely one of the scariest kind of vulnerable moments that I had uh, with an internal look before it could have been an external expression. Um, and then, you know, I think there's, there's been a number of them after that, the, the vulnerable moment and the real raw moment of, of leaving a very established organization where I was, um, you know, the, the second, uh, you know, working with the CEO, um, I had an amazing executive leadership team I was supporting. I was growing. I was by far the, the youngest in the group. I was making great money. So to leave all of that and what, what most people would look at is, wow, that's truly success. To go to start something where in, you know, April of 2017, I was sitting in an office by myself not making any money, that was a pretty scary, vulnerable moment. And, and at that same time, I had found out we were having twins. So, it, and it was knowing that I was in that moment going to be successful um, and that I was already successful w- was a tremendous place for me to be. But it was certainly scary and very real and a, a very vulnerable moment for me. And how did you know? What was the knowing that was there? You know, I knew that, that the reason I started the business, as I spoke to earlier, my passion around allowing people to chase dreams and grow and build on their desires and what they see as possible in the world, that that was going to come to fruition. I happened to do it in technology, which is what our, our organization does. But it, it really, I knew that I believed in myself and the people that I was going to bring on this journey, that we were going to, to do things bigger than ourselves. And so even though it was just me in that moment in that room, uh, I knew that that wasn't going to be for long. And and obviously we have grown and we've started to make that impact that we want, but it certainly was not easy uh, sitting in that empty office, um, hearing (laughs) echoes around, knowing I I just left uh, a large, large organization uh, that would have likely been a place I could have retired. Uh, And I knew that, but this was was a dream I had and, and wanted to see to fruition. There was a brighter light that was really calling to you, wasn't there? Oh, absolutely. And and it had been there. If I had really um, looked back, if I really looked back at at my life, it had probably been there for six years prior to actually launching the company. But I felt so strongly about what I was doing for my prior organization and the role that I had there. I continued to live out a piece of that until I felt that organization was in a spot that I could really make this jump. So it was great timing, but also very scary timing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So why is now the time for women to lean into what they want? You know, you, you really leaned in there, right? And so why is now the time for that? 
I think there's no better time than now. You all we have is now. And as I think about the the women in uh, that I've met, you know, not only here in Colorado, but in my time as in my career um, prior, when when I was in in college, um, you know, fellow teammates of mine. There, the time is now to, to chase what you're after. And like I said earlier, that can take different shapes for everybody. That can take different paths. Um, but I think now um, our voice, the advice, the capabilities, the intelligence, the drive, the motivation for women, there it is at the surface. It's it is on a train that is moving quickly. And I would encourage everyone to jump on that train and just go for it. Like I shared, you know, there's a, a group of women, men, individ- whoever, you know, family members there to catch you, um, no matter what that leap looks like. So if it's, you know, moving from a mid-level manager, midline manager to a senior manager or into an executive leadership role or a C-suite or whatever that looks like, it's to have the internal confidence to just lean a little bit, and I can I can promise you, if you do, what you are capable of, you will surprise yourself, and you will look back and say, "I am so grateful and thankful that I did lean and go for it." It was the best decision I ever made, even though it was the scariest decision I ever made. Yes, I love that. I love that. So, what's the one piece of advice you would give women today that's that are really striving for that upper upper management role? Yeah, a lot of people ask me this, and I, I think the biggest piece of advice I would give you, uh, give anybody for that matter, is to look outside of your expertise. I think the the real value that I saw in my prior company and in, in my current organization was when I looked outside of what I was responsible for. So, for example, I had all of operations and finance, and but I found myself advising and engaging and working with senior level marketing and in our customer delivery teams and high-level sales. And so as I, you know, kind of expanded my view or expanded what I was looking at within the organization, I was able to influence and impact different pieces of that organization. So, you know, a lot of times when they're nervous about getting into roles that maybe they haven't done before, they don't have an expertise, you know, that fear of being found out or the fear of Mm. being called a fraud or not knowing. Right, right. And I would encourage everybody to say, hey, no, that's actually how we're going to learn and grow is taking those kind of blinders off of whatever we're experts at and kind of expanding out to, to build our capabilities in a, in a wider array, not necessarily just in a narrow array. Oh, that's so good because so many women get caught into that, that self-doubt, that inner critic showing up. I am a, you know, that, the, the fraud question that, you know, I'm not as good as what I should be. So this is what you're saying is that's a great thing is to really stretch yourself into those places that you don't know. And that's how you really grow. Yeah, absolutely. And other people are going to recognize that, right? I I made it known very early on that I wanted to get involved in other aspects of the business. And they said, hey, I'm, I'm not asking you to do it during you know normal work time or A time or whatever that may be. But, hey, if there's an opportunity for me to sit in on that customer call, I want to learn that side of it. Or hey, if there's an opportunity to look at that budget as a second set of eyes, I want to do that. And that's how I learned and continue to position myself to be uh, you know, another point of view or another uh, individual on on the review committee or whatever it may be, that I continue to give myself opportunities to expand my capabilities into areas that, for the most part, I had never gone before. 
Mm, very good. Very good. That's a great piece of advice. So what's your vision for the future of women, for our role as leaders and the impact that we can make on the, the world? Well, the impact is tremendous. You know, I think as I, as I think about uh, other women that I've worked with, other women that I've talked to, I am inspired uh, by, by the women in, in, in business right now. And uh, I think the, the power that we have as a community, the power that we have as, as leaders, as moms, as daughters, as sisters, as friends, the power is tremendous. And so my vision really is that, that, that we collectively as a team inspire each other um, to take that next step. And when we do take that step, the ripple effect is going to be tremendous. People are going to see and experience what I have, which is being in a position where you can influence others. And, and I think that's the most rewarding, humbling, um, and gratifying feeling is to see other people achieving what they are out to achieve. And I think collectively, women are the ones that are going to take that to fruition. And, and let's talk about that a little bit, because I think, I mean, you mentioned this earlier, where we'd like to be is that we're all just considered leaders, whether we're, we're men or, or female. Um, but the, the, but the reality is there's a different space that we have to work from and we're, there's a different gifts that we are bringing to the table. What do women bring to the table as leaders that's unique and special that can really, um, change the way leadership is, is viewed? Yeah, it's such a great question. And obviously, you know, the, the goal of, of being a leader, uh, it takes, like I've said, different shapes and forms. But what I believe women bring uh, to the table is is just a core foundation of human understanding, mm-hmm. a core foundation of people and connectedness, of communication and execution strategy. You know, what I've seen when I've worked with other women um, is really their power to bring a team together. And that, in my opinion, is the most powerful thing a leader can have, is to really bring leaders together to achieve something uh, bigger, like I said earlier, than themselves. Mm-hmm. So the, you know, for, for me, the women that I've worked with and, and when I'm inspiring and, and hopefully challenging and encouraging women to, to get outside of kind of their core expertise, it is to bring those other groups together. It's to bridge gaps that exist within organizations and to really lead by connectivity, by understanding and by human interaction, which is what at, at all businesses at their core, it's people. Right? right. So if you have that, you can execute no matter what the the industry, the vision, the the company uh, product or process. You still have to have people, and and women have, uh, I think, the greatest gift in in bringing that all together into achieving bigger results. Absolutely, and I think it's it's not to say that men don't have those talents and those skill sets. It's just that it's an innate ability within women, and I think that. Um, you know, we, the more that we collaborate and work side by side with each other, that that's what shifts things. That's what starts to make an impact on the world and how leadership even, you know, what leadership even means, how it it shifts cultures even, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, and, And we all have our 
our unique capabilities outside of that, right? Women, right. men, uh, you know, industry expertise, whatever it may be, but but really the connected human, uh, in my opinion, as a leader and your ability to work and engage and inspire other people is by far uh, your biggest gift. Mm, lovely, lovely, lovely. And how do you think that, you know, the more that evolves and grows and um, is is more on a, a level basis for men and women, what, how do you think that will change our world? What's the impact? I don't even think we know what, what the, the impact could be yet. Right. I don't even think we've, we've seen the power. Uh, you know, as I think about, you know, the world that my daughter and my son uh, will, will come into, I think what we're starting to see is, is young aspiring women take on that challenge of the connected, take uh-huh. on that challenge of additional leadership, take on that challenge of, you know, stretching in areas that maybe we haven't seen women stretch before in careers and industries. And so I don't think we yet know the impact. I think it's going to to happen in a way that I don't think any of us um, have even thought about, honestly. I think you you know seeing it in the award ceremonies now the the power and in, uh, in women co- connecting and in collectively bridging and, and bringing younger uh, women to the top to allow them to to go do things that we and even myself didn't think were possible. Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? Very, Very exciting. Yeah. So, what piece of advice would you give your younger self? If you had the opportunity to go back and give yourself, you know, some, some great advice, what would it be? You know, I've, I've got a couple of things, but I think the, the one that has, has kind of haunted me for a very long time um, is comparing myself to others. Mm-hmm. So if I was, if I was able to go back and say, you know, you know, Paige, first you need to give yourself a break uh, and, and really say, you know, we're doing great things, but, but beyond that, it, it would be to say, you know, learn from others, um, take great things from others, build on what others have provided you and advice and, um, but to compare yourself to, and to them. Um, it, and for me, it was not always a positive comparison. It was, you know, why am I not that person or why can't I do it that way? Or I'm not good at, as good as that individual at this. And, and I still struggle with that. But if I could learn that at a younger, uh, the younger me, I, I think uh, I would be in an even better position now to inspire um, young leaders to, to do things that they want to do. Very nice. Very nice. So where can listeners learn more about you and Point Solutions Group? Um, and tell us just a little bit about what Point Solutions Group does so that our, our listeners will know. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're obviously up on um, LinkedIn. Uh, we've got a, a Twitter account, et cetera. So, and then our company website, which is uh, pointsolutionsus.com. Uh, but what we we're an IT um, and managed resource delivery company. So we work with organizations to build um, organic or augment onto their technical delivery teams. So we'll go in and, and understand really the capabilities of the company, if they're wanting to shift technology, if they're wanting to do uh, any development initiatives, um, upgrading systems, securing systems, and we'll help them build out the solution and then uh, ultimately uh, build the team of people and personnel, as, as I've kind of spoke to a number of times throughout uh, this podcast, 
people. And so I truly try to bring the dynamics of people into organizations uh, to fulfill whatever technical um, projects that, that they're trying to accomplish as a unit. Oh, it's so exciting. So exciting to see the growth and the, how you're, you're going out and really creating such strong partnerships. So congratulations. Thank you very much. So our final question is, what three pearls of wisdom can you leave our audience today? This is a question I always close our interviews off with, and I always love the responses. So we'll, we'll open that up for you. This was a, an interesting uh, question for me to think about because there's so many, uh, you know, in, in your words, pearls that I would want to to leave with people. But the the first one I I think would be uh, vulnerability and authenticity is the key to success. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, just the, really being you, right, and and open to who you are. Absolutely. And in allowing others to see that it's, it's amazing what you get back when you give your real, true, authentic self. Mm, um, the, the second, uh, I I would say, um, is ask another question. So when you're putting yourself out there, when you're leaning in a little bit further and it's uncomfortable and it's hard ask another question, get more information. The more we ask, the more we're going to learn and grow as individuals and ultimately as leaders. So ask that one more question to to continue to expand uh, your knowledge, understanding, and capability. Uh, And then I I think the third um, is belief in yourself. Mm -hmm. The, the, The real true gut, your gut, you know you can do it no matter how many people tell you you can't, no matter how many people tell you you're crazy for leaving a stable job to go be an entrepreneur, no matter how many people tell you like you've got to be crazy to move across the country, start a business and have twins, you know, the, the core deep down belief in yourself uh, is going to make it happen no matter what that dream, goal, desire is, you, you will achieve it because of the belief in yourself. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Well, Paige, this has been so much fun, and I look forward to continuing to watch your growth and stay connected with you and and all that you're doing. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much, Kimmy. I I am very grateful for the opportunity and and certainly love uh, what you're doing to inspire and help transform the lives of other uh, entrepreneurs. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Take care. I hope you liked this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. Are you thinking about making the next bold move in your life? I invite you to take the Your Next Bold Move quiz at CammieGelner.com to find out how you can jumpstart a passionate and meaningful next chapter. You may also enjoy my book, Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose, which is available on Amazon. In Fire Dancer, you will become intimately connected to your heart's calling and build the courage and resiliency to ignite your what's next. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media channels. I'm on both Facebook and Twitter, and the links are available on my website. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, MBU.